welcome to the energy update presented by the Institute for Energy Research for the week of October 26, 2020. I'm Alex Stevens, and I'm joined by IER's Deputy Director of Public Policy, Jordan McGillis. Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Alex. Thank you. Um, so we have a couple of things we want to highlight for listeners this week on IER's website. Jordan, why don't you get us started? What do you have for the listeners this week? Sure. I got a little bit of news that I think is quite exciting. New Fortress Energy is planning to make a new LNG facility in northeastern Pennsylvania that's going to cool that gas away from the coast and then give it the flexibility to ship it by rail or by road to LNG export facilities. Traditionally here in the U.S., um, as this industry has gotten started, gas has been piped in its gaseous form to these compression facilities that are on the, on the export coasts. Um, and then sent out from there. But this project, the New Fortress Energy Project, is going to cool that gas inland and then send it to Gibbstown, New Jersey. So it opens up uh, some new possibilities and some new flexibility potentially for the industry down the road, giving us even greater opportunity to get Marcellus shale gas out uh, onto the world market. Yeah, and then I just want to highlight uh, a new blog that we have up, which details new executive orders that outline bans on energy development uh, offshore on the East Coast. Uh, President Trump recently issued executive orders to ban new oil and gas leasing along Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina, and this would take place uh, between July 1st, 2022, and June 30th, 2032, so it's a decade-long ban, and there's plans to extend it to the state of Virginia. An interesting part of this is that uh, not only does it ban development of oil and gas resources, but it's also banning offshore wind development. So the blog that we have up on the website just kind of outlines exactly what is in these new executive orders. A few things on it, though. Um, First, obviously, it's a bad move by the administration, in my opinion, to be banning uh, energy development offshore at all. Um, But this is sort of an obvious example of how policies that in the past people have wanted to block oil and gas development, they probably overlooked the possibility that the the ability of the government to do that, in this case, is also being used against offshore wind energy. And uh, it um, should be a lesson in thinking through exactly what we want from governments in terms of regulation. And I, w- I would just add that that same dynamic is going to play out increasingly uh, with wind and solar onshore as well. Um, that kind of NIMBY instinct, if we want to use that term, uh, can be a weapon against any sort of development. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point, Jordan. We've seen it with uh, with NEPA, obviously, which was part of the reason why the recent rollbacks were so important in that case. Those articles and more work from IER staff can be found at our website, instituteforenergyresearch.org. Until next week, I'm Alex Stevens.